everybody. Welcome to Saint Misbehaving, the podcast about saints from people who are not. I am your host, uh, Matthew Shadorn, and I'm joined as always by my co-host slash research drone, Anna <laughs> Domini. Anna, how are you doing today? I'm a drone now. That's even more dehumanizing. <laughs> I, you know, I just like to think of you as a little worker bee toiling away <laughs> in the research mines as bees do. That's that's pretty much me. Yeah. So you know uh -oh. me there. Was, um, you know, I that's a compliment because I'm what I'm basically saying is you look good in stripes. <laughs> Everyone looks good in stripes. They're like the most flattering pattern. <laughs> well, good for you. Can't <laughs> hurt. You're saying I'm very generic. <laughs> I would never say that. You're one of a kind. You're irreplaceable. And like, believe me, like I've a tried. drone bee. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You know, the, I just the work... walked into that one. It was yeah. like a honey trap. Oh no! That was no. quick. No, Anyways, I think that was quick. But yes, how are you today, Anna? I'm good. I am quite tired because I recently moved house. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, although I don't have as, as much of a cause to be super tired as you. Yes, because... We've jumped forward in time quite a bit <laughs> since we, we last recorded. We have not recorded, I think, since January. But it's it... going to be a super slick, smooth transition that no one will even notice. Because Nobody will even notice, yeah. The, this, <laughs> so maybe my voice sounds really tired now. <laughs> You're a husk of the man you were before. I, I was going to, yeah. So, you know, normally we start out by asking if we've experienced anything. Uh, if we've done anything particularly saintly or yeah. if experienced anything particularly miraculous and i have experienced the miracle of birth <laughs> because i had a little baby boy and so yeah now we have a have a little baby and it's exciting it is an exciting time yeah um, and i i love that you experienced the miracle like <laughs> taking credit for... <laughs> i experienced it no she she lived it but i experienced it so, I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't you know well i mean you know i was there you know i experienced it in much the same way that you know one experiences at the small world at Disney World as a passive observer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of going along for the ride and and at the end you get a little baby. It's a good souvenir. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun souvenir. It's better than, you know, the and you, it, it doesn't cost as much as the like the souvenir photos you get at the amusement park of you going down the Oh, just you wait. So for the for the purposes of the podcast, how is uh, little your your son Genevieve doing? Uh, well, we didn't land on Genevieve, unfortunately. Uh, we ended up calling him Tavish uh, in honor of my wife's Scottish heritage and, you know, our inability to pick a regular boy's name. I guess <laughs> we should definitely look up if there's a Saint Tavish at one point. We should. Yeah, we should find Tavish. But yeah, he, he's, you know, he's good. We've he's six weeks old this week. He's fussy, but he's growing. <laughs> he's growing quite a bit. So he's, he's he's keeping us up at night and uh, during the day as well. But uh, you know. <laughs> that's what they do. The souvenir photo wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But I always look bad in photos. So uh, hopefully I look better in a baby. That sounded weird. Uh, hopefully it looks oh better. Oh my God, that sounded really weird. Definitely yeah, that's too weird. Yeah, we're going to cut that out. But if you have a baby in your photos, no one notices how bad you look because they just like the Yeah, they just the like the baby. So yeah, nobody's looking at you. Great. So it's very distracting. So I can keep going back to having terrible photos. <laughs> as long as i just put a baby right in front of me and also cool. it kind of explains how terrible the photo is as well because it's like yeah. you're, you're not getting any sleep yeah well oh i thought you meant like the, just being next to the baby is like well of course he looks like shit he's next to that adorable <laughs> baby <laughs> that's so true as well why would um, not 
Anyways. I found but it yeah. really weird. I saw um when I was in my in my search for nice presents uh to welcome the baby, I uh, I saw a baby grow that was like, If you think I'm cute, you should see my dad and it was one of those classic <laughs> things where it's like straight people need to calm down. Like yeah. it's literally like don't write on your baby, My mum is horny for my dad. Like that's not like it's it's obvious but it also doesn't need to be said you know yeah i think that yeah those are um yeah those are those are, i don't want that I, you know i do want one that says i'm the reason that dad drinks though i want one of those <laughs> I think well, that's, that's okay funny. yeah that one's funny that just funny is like oh alcoholism <laughs> but yeah we uh we were actually we were taking out the clothes because you gave us some nice some very adorable dungarees and other bits of clothes and but they're like six month clothes yes I believe. And yeah, we were taking them out because even though he's a month and a half, it's like we're going to need these very soon because <laughs> he he outgrew the newborn stuff very fast. Wow. And uh, he's on the, the zero to three months, which when he when we first brought him home, like I put a zero to three months because I was like, he is zero to three months. <laughs> right. And yeah. so and he was absolutely swimming in it. And now it's just mm. like he's uh he's just so big now. So um, I say big. He's like 13 pounds. I don't know. <laughs> that which is like the, the size that Tara's first one was born at. Oh, yeah. He probably. Yeah, she had a baby. I mean, he was, yeah, he was nine, nine pounds, four ounces at birth. And then, uh, and we were like, well, they probably can't get much bigger than that. And then mm. like multiple other people, I think that same day, Alice found out had babies bigger than that. Wow. It was like, okay, well, and those women are dead now, I guess, because. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Tavish was not uh, anxious to be born. But again, it was a blessed miracle. It was a blessed day. It was a Saturday, wasn't it? It was a Saturday, so yeah. Not, not quite the the most blessed day, but no, blessed. no. Well, you know, it depends on your faith. Yeah, right. That's true. So, and it was it was actually a Friday and a Saturday. It was Friday oh, no. when it started, <laughs> and then Saturday when it ended. <laughs> I was expecting it to not last as it did, uh, but we ended up being there for like Which is the hours. opposite of how it was made. Oh! Hey, okay, well, anyways, <laughs> since you want to shit on the beauty of, of uh, life, uh, why don't we just move on? <laughs> okay. So, Anna, today yes. is March 28th. It is. Who is today's saint? So today's saint is actually not a saint, but a beatified person. <laughs> okay. Well, I've already betrayed the premise of our podcast. <laughs> Blessed Jane Marie of May, or in her mother tongue, Francais. Blessed mm. Jeanne Marie de May. So Jane Jane Mary, basically. Uh, are you saying de May? Like the place that she's from, May, yeah. which is M-A-I-L-L-E. So in France, the, the double L is like a E sound. And then May, yeah, Jeanne Marie de Marie, May, maybe I don't know. Okay, Very good. <laughs> uh, it'll come up a bunch of times. So. Okay, <laughs> wait. So she's not a saint. She's not. She's just a blessed. But she has <laughs> lots of patronages and did some miracles. So I think it's just a classic case of the patriarchy, you know, the gender pay gap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. It exists. Who knew that um, sexism exists even in Catholicism? Wait, you think we there's sexism <laughs> in a, an organization that doesn't leave uh, any leadership roles for women? That's insane. <laughs> That's impossible. That has made the structure of it such that it is impossible for women to be leaders. Yeah, there is 
There is a stained glass ceiling, I think. Yeah, <laughs> in that you can't even see what's up there. You're just like, <laughs> I don't know. If you're a woman, you're like, I can't get through it, and I can't see past it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, that's sad. Uh, so what is a, a blessed person? I think it's it's just a maybe... <laughs> I should have looked this up, but like, it, it so, might be like a holy person who just hasn't done as much. There's like a process for becoming a saint. Yes. So she's beatified, she the... but not canonized, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that was what I was going to ask. Yeah. So she is, is, she's in the process of being a saint. So it's like. Maybe. I mean, it, like... it would be a very long process because she died in the year 1414. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a while so yeah. she's been on the she, she's been it's a she's very been on, long waiting list yeah <laughs> yeah she's been simmering for a while just yeah. kind of waiting she, every every couple of years it comes up and she's like is it my turn yet and they're like not today jane oh uh, this is like the baseball hall of fame where you're just like oh maybe this will be my year i get in she's, <laughs> she's really much this is a, this is about to be a meaningless metaphor for you i think it started yeah. out as a pretty yeah meaningless it is metaphor. already yeah <laughs> but she is very much the pete rose of saints it sounds like where it's just like every year it's like maybe this year and it's like no not this year pete <laughs> totally yeah 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 <laughs> like, of course that's exactly yes that metaphor about cooperstown is definitely valid i mean in in england it, it might be more more analogous i'd say to prince charles like <laughs> yes okay <laughs> every that's time good. the queen catches a cold or anything he's like maybe this time that's um, when i when i heard about covid mm -hmm. <laughs> like a year ago your first thought it's <laughs> <laughs> a prince charles and be like this is maybe his this might be his, his time <laughs> and then he got covid at one point <laughs> early on and i was like oh i bet he got that on purpose and then he licked every surface in buckingham palace <laughs> <laughs> just you know but yeah, maybe next I mean, year his, be his, his chances wouldn't have been much better because like he's still quite old he is yeah um, i mean that's the thing is like but when you drink the blood of the innocent you know they've they've yeah. got a better lifespan than the rest of us yes that adrenochrome that all the rich people are <laughs> we don't believe in that by the way <laughs> anyways but the royals they never did anything wrong right oh god <laughs> That is not the official stance of this podcast. <laughs> I am mostly focused on saints. I haven't really looked into the royal family. Of I mean, England. there's a lot of wrongs among the saints too, to be fair. That's true. It's true, yeah. <laughs> so I, cho I chose Jane because even though she isn't a saint, she was more of a saint than Saint Guntram, who was <laughs> whose day is also today. Who was just I a love king. Saint Guntram, though. You do <laughs> not. He had he had three sex slaves. Oh, no, I do. I, okay. Why did you not tell me that before I said I love Saint Gundry? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I thought I should teach you a lesson about <laughs> not, not do, you know, adopting fandoms too quickly. And I think we've taught All that right. very effectively here. Yes, I, I feel like I shouldn't have based my affection solely Just on his on goofy his name. name. <laughs> yeah, I should really learn more about him as a person. I apologize for my <laughs> earlier endorsement of Saint Guntram. <laughs> It's a good I learning think, moment here, I think. It was, yeah. A teachable I think it's, moment, as they say. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> at least it was like, well, you know, I'm a huge fan of human trafficking. So, you know what? Oh. No, I'm not. But you know who is? The British royal family. The queen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Saint, wait, who is this guy? Saint Jane. Yeah, not a guy. Not a guy. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> who is this lady? It's Saint Jane, is it? Or not yeah, Saint Jane. Ble She's not blessed. Jane. Blessed Jane Mary. Or 
Jeanne Marie. Jeanne Marie. So she was the daughter of a wealthy baron, classic yeah. saint I mean, that's... background. Right, okay. Born in a chateau in Saint Quentin in France uh-huh. on the 14th of April, 1331. Um, she okay. was the youngest child of the baron Hal- Halduin the first <laughs> i believe in you and what? her Adeline? mother was Adeline. Adeline. that sounds so... like french halloween <laughs> i dress up like a pirate for Halloween. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yep that was him yeah uh, so that's uh h-a-r-d-o-u-i-n Halloween. okay <laughs> So this is his youngest child. Is this what this episode is about now? Just the we're, we're just making up what happens in France on Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Slash Halloween. Oh, trick or treat. Oh, here is a small baguette for you, my child. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't go to that house. They only give out croissants. <laughs> Surely, Escargo, if you're yes. going to be stereotypical. Um, I feel like the best houses give out Madelines. Anyways. (laughs) And that's exhausted your knowledge of French patisserie. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) No, it's like, hey, we should go to that house. They give out a whole croque monsieur. Oh, Oh, wait, no, wait, no. What's the thing? What's that insane pastry tower that the French make? Croque-en-bouche. Not croque-en-bouche. is just a ham and cheese sandwich. (laughs) It's a ham and cheese sandwich. I know. That's what I was trying to think. It's like the croque-en-bouche. Yes. They give a whole... So, like, that would be... Great. That would be amazing if that was French Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, there's one. But no, I think it's like everybody. So French Halloween. Here's my here's my image. of. What if they make the croque-en-bouche look scary? So like cover it in a sheet so it looks like a ghost. Yeah. Or or (laughs) possibly someone in a KKK hat. Never mind. Let's move on. But I mean, you don't do you have trick or treating in this country? Yeah. Okay. See, in America, there's like, you know, everybody gives out little mini candy bars. And there's always mm-hmm. one house in the neighborhood who's like, just trying to be a real, just swinging dick yeah. asshole. And is going to give you out like whole full size candy bars. Right. Sometimes it will go the other way, though. And like, you know, they'll they'll be like, I, I believe in non-refined sugar. So have have some of this like fruit or whatever. Yeah. Here's a box of raisins. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the box of raisins. Raisins are basically <laughs> it, it's a palate cleanser from all the, the chocolate, it, I guess. It is. But like I think in France it's like everybody's giving out handcrafted pastries. And then one <laughs> guy, one guy's like, here's a croc and bouche. A whole croc and bouche for every single child. Every child who shows up here, it's a whole croc and bouche. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, this was a weird tangent. So the Dukes the Baron. Baron. Yeah. Youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. Her two elder siblings were Alduin the second and Isabeau, <laughs> which I guess may be the boy version of Isabel. Oh. Mm. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, because isn't... Wait. Isabel's quite a French name. Yeah, yeah. I think. Because Belle's a... Anyways, yeah. So, yeah, Belle means, like, beautiful. Beautiful. For, Does Beau mean boy? And Bo, no. No, Beau means, like, handsome, I think, or beautiful uh-huh. in the masculine. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I know a Isa tiny bit more about a... French than I do about German, but not much. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I don't, I don't have a as good a French word as as Flesshaus in uh, German. <laughs> that's fine. So. You knew Krakenbush. That's impressive. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so where where have we got to? It's going to be a long long they're day. Sis- if... They're sis- her sisters. Or her All brothers. Brothers. Siblings. So Siblings. you know we don't have to be gender binary about this, Matthew. Fine. <laughs> Although I'm guessing Alduin the second was 
a boy because the firstborn son named after his dad. Yeah, so the dad was Alduin the first, and the mum was Jeanne de Montbazon, (laughs) so Jane. So they're very unoriginal in naming their kids. um, I guess so. Apart from Isabeau. Don't know where. Maybe that was the milkman's name. (laughs) Yeah. So. God, you, you had a thought there. No, I just is Isabel a name that's that's lasted because Isabel people are named mm. Isabel, but I've never across it. Maybe in France there are more Isabos. Maybe if you're named Isabel, write in at saintmisbehaven <laughs> at gmail There's no G in behaven, but there's a G <laughs> in Gmail. All right, so I mean, I feel like that's very, you know among our thirty listeners, <laughs> the chances of. One of them being in France are quite slim already. I don't know. We had one in Italy, which I assume was the Pope. <laughs> so it was definitely sorry. It was definitely an intern in the Pope's office whose job <laughs> is you have to listen to every podcast that has any mention of religion. Yeah, and they they're like, uh, we don't need to worry about this one. <laughs> is this going to cut in on our on our tithing? And it's like, no, no, they're they're we do have a Patreon though. Pope. <laughs> So she's born. Say it louder. Yeah, she's born. There wasn't anything particularly miraculous about her birth. Um, I think every birth is a miracle now that I've experienced it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Because okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was born, and that was her first miracle that she did. (laughs) I, you know, actually, the longer that Alice is pregnant. Oh my god, you're going to be like a a a student who's been on a gap year. Like now, I'm a father. Well, speaking as a father. No, I was not going to do that at all. I was actually going to say, the longer that Alice was pregnant, and the more I experienced the pregnancy close up, and then the birth, the less I believe that. Oh God. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Uh, no, the less I believe that everybody I see is an actual human being, and I imagine that most people are robots now because it's hard to believe that everybody I've met was once a child and had to, like somebody went through the trouble to like hold on to them in their stomach for nine months. <laughs> and then the trouble of giving birth to them and raising them. And I'm like, no, most of these people are probably just made in a factory because otherwise it makes zero sense. <laughs> it's like you put all that work in and this is what we got out. No. So I'm thinking that actually very few people are actually born and that the vast majority of people are, in fact, some kind of like robot simulacra. So. OK, well, you heard it. <laughs> and that's first. my other podcast. <laughs> Ain't misexisting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, yes. Okay, Jean's first miracle was the miracle of birth. Yeah, um, yeah, we did that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get us back on track. <laughs> I, know, I know. From her earliest youth, apparently, she held or possessed a tender devotion and love for the Blessed Virgin Mary. So okay. she was given the name, the additional name, when she got confirmed of Marie. So oh. that's how she became Jeanne Marie. She was so a she was Mary just born Jeanne. Yeah. 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 Loved Mary to the point of deciding that she was going to be a virgin forever. Okay. So yeah, that's that's how you prove that you're a Mary fan. I guess. I, I okay. I mean, it it feels like you can still be a fan. No, and... it's it's like now when people have like Ramones T-shirts and they don't even own an album. That's how the Virgin Mary views you if you 
claim to be a fan, but then right. sex. Right. Okay. It's the same thing. So yeah, it's not like people were coming up to her and being like, <laughs> "Oh, you're a big fan of Virgin Mary. Name three of her miracles." It's more no. It's more like, "Oh yeah, yeah. You think you're a fan of the Virgin Mary? Name three people you haven't had sex with." Yeah. That kind of <laughs> exactly. Thing. I don't know. I mean, it's like you could still be a fan of a band and not love all their albums. I mean, you could be a fan of the Virgin Mary and not love, not have to like, I don't know, not <laughs> the same. Not Virgin have to not know. not have sex, or alternatively, not have to pretend that. Uh, you know, your child that you had out of wedlock was actually from God. Exactly. Yeah. A bit controversial I mean, there, I know. But. I don't know. I don't I don't want to, you know, people, some people don't have sex. I should say, you know, maybe she was like ace icon, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's just early asexual individual and she's like, oh, I'm going to stay a virgin because I love Mary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a possibility. Because I think that like, I mean, there's still, I know I've had several asexual friends and um, there is like limited understanding or kind of acceptance of that kind of like life. Yes. Although as our friend Sarah points out, it's never been banned. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Sarah Mann, very, uh, very funny comedian. Yes. She says like, it's, it's weird to be at like LGBTQ events because like nobody's ever banned not having sex with other people. <laughs> and yeah, it's funnier when she says <laughs> should that be the name of the podcast <laughs> oh dear Anyways. so yeah when she was growing up she met a franciscan monk who was the like i guess the chaplain of the chateau that she lived in and he inspired her to want to attain perfection which she did through self-denial <laughs> so presumably that means you know as a, a virgin she also didn't press the devil's doorbell <laughs> <laughs> as we call it here at St. Miss Behaven. Uh, yeah. Mortification. I don't know the details of that. Prayer. That's, well, that's, isn't that generally like the, uh, the self-flagellation kind of thing? Maybe. I don't know. There's, there's not, there's not much detail on that. Mm. What that, uh, consisted of in this case. Um. <laughs> she was just deeply embarrassed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she was a teenager, right? So. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Dad, come on. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear your stupid jokes. Get out. <laughs> Give me that croque-bouche and leave. Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Shut up. <laughs> Look, I don't have sex. I need to eat this whole croque-bouche. <laughs> <laughs> so mortification, prayer, and works of charity towards her neighbor. Uh, just one neighbor. Just her neighbor. Yeah. Everybody else can fuck right the off. Chateau just like next Gary who lives next door, help. though, he yeah. can have whatever he wants. <laughs> As long as it's not sex. As long as it's not sex. Look, I'm mowing his lawn. I'm raking his leaves. I pick up his mail when he's on vacation. Whatever he needs. I'm there for Gary. Everybody else, get in the back of the fucking line. <laughs> that's it. That's why she was only a blessed and not a saint. Yeah. It was all it's limited like, to She was really to saintly towards a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But when she was scarcely 15 years old, her dad died. No. R.I.P. Uh. Alduin. And that was, yeah, the uh. end of, end of Croquembouche at the Chateau. Uh. <laughs> the Croquembouche was, was flown at half mast today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so... By the way, anybody who doesn't know what a croquembouche is, just Google it. It's a crazy pile of pastries that the French make and then <laughs> serve to people. It's it's very funny to look at. <laughs> Anyways. It is good. That that should be, I don't know, our emblem. So, yes, her, her father died. They had a, a funeral spread at, at the wake. They just had croquembouche and croque monsieur. And uh, <laughs> those are the only foods 
fair. No, I made that up. So her dad died when she was 15 and she was placed under the guardianship of her grandfather, who himself was already quite old. One would imagine, yeah. (laughs) So having had this 15-year-old placed in his care he was like well i'm gonna die soon so i he believed it was his <laughs> duty i think like she put him he put him in the care is like oh i don't i'm gonna die i'm just gonna go ahead and die now i'm done <laughs> well he was yeah he was basically anxious that you know he'd been put in charge but he wasn't gonna be around himself for very long and therefore right. he thought it was his duty to ensure that jane would be settled in life as soon as possible i.e he had to find her a husband now remember that jane has decided she wants to be a virgin for life so this is not going to go well so her grandfather i don't know his name it wasn't alduin presumably because her dad was the first but um right he chose for her husband baron robert of silly that is spelt <laughs> silly wait uh, is it spelled like silly yeah Oh, <laughs> it's like, it's me, Baron Robin of Philly. Oh, God. My, my pants are full of trout. <laughs> Who wants a balloon animal? Yeah, that was him. The the very same. Uh, he was apparently noble by birth and by virtue. So uh, noble character. <laughs> a nice um, guy. Well, that's yeah. very nice. Uh, yeah, he was a nice guy. So they got married <laughs> and on the on the evening of their wedding day, so presumably in the middle of like, the not awake what's the one with weddings wedding reception reception oh okay (laughs) the wedding wake you know (laughs) what's that thing where people it's like a wedding a wedding (laughs) the reception okay yeah yeah. so during the reception the grandfather died suddenly Well, Which was good like, timing. Yeah, really good timing. It showed well, that his decision was actually sensible. Uh, actually, it's kind of poor timing because that's her day and mm-hmm. he kind of made it all about himself. Yeah, and... it's, it's true. So their anniversary is always going to be the anniversary of Grandad's death. And, well, in fact, talk of ruining the day, it made such an impression on the pious husband that he readily yielded to the wish of his young wife to live in chastity. So <laughs> I think he may have not really known what he was getting into and, like, you know, found out that, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting married. Um, You know, I'm never going to have sex with you. And then the granddad died on the, the night of the wedding and, and he was just like, you know what, that's fine. You know what, it, my boner is gone. Yeah, exactly. Nothing like a death to... Wait, was before he was like, uh, so we can't get married. My grandfather set this up, but I just want to let you know in advance. I never want to have sex with you. And he's like, okay, not your decision. It's the 15th century. Yeah, (laughs) that was probably it. And then afterwards he was like, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah, (laughs) fair enough. (laughs) Fair play to you. So the young couple's first concern was to order their household in a Christian fashion. Because if you can't mm. have sex, that's the next activity that you do as a newlywed couple, right? No, you're not, you're not relating house. to this. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I have a household that I've set up, but I also have sex. I don't want to get too graphic about it, but I do have a baby now. So speaking <laughs> so as a father. It's happened and by at a, least once. <laughs> yeah. So speaking as a father and by a father, I mean a guy who gets laid. I mean, like when you're setting up a house, so basically they're like, okay, so we need to decorate two bedrooms got it like yeah. i assume they're not gonna be sharing a bed it seems like that's well presumably they would put like one of them would be in the east wing and one in the west of the what? the chateau yeah. so it's probably a chateau because so you're not even like well. not even like next door to each other you're like no we need to be at opposite far ends. away as 
as possible. Of this, of this stately manner. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's who knows what could happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's pr- that's at that point, just why, get two houses. That's probably why they needed such big houses in those days. Um, right. So because that, nobody wanted to have sex because yeah. the shower hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> and people just Going smell to the back. toilet afterwards was just a real faff. So, yeah, no, yeah. I just, I'm just like, you know, everybody smells bad. Nobody wants to be near anybody's body. Well, so yeah, but if like everyone them. smells bad, then that kind of levels the, the playing field, doesn't it? <laughs> if but... everyone smells bad, does no one smell bad? Exactly. <laughs> Which is very much the rule in your household, I'm guessing, at this point. <laughs> nah, we're all, we're, you know, yeah, yeah it's real, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't push it, but you got there yourself, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine, you're right. You can smell it through the Zoom. Yeah. But so they set up a household. Mm-hmm. They have a he has a big old chateau. Yeah. The Baron of Silly. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's painted with polka dots. <laughs> he has a big old chateau. They set up the household. What happens next? You think you're ringing the doorbell and just a bucket of water gets open? Like, yeah. <laughs> or just like you ring the doorbell and it makes a fart noise. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The chateau de Silly is set up as a Christian in a Christian fashion. So only virtuous and God-fearing persons were admitted as servants, which would violate modern recruitment discrimination yeah. laws for sure. You, you cannot hire people based on sexual, religion. not sexual, religion. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where did sexual come from? I don't know. I, I got sex on the brain now. It's just like, oh, like they're not having sex. Yeah. Well, wait. So were they like, it's all like right, that, also. Yeah, the classic Freudian thing of like, don't don't is. mention their big nose. Yeah. yeah but what, so here's the thing is like, when they're hiring people, are they like, well, you can't have sex either. But it's like, <laughs> we just. If we I just can't have here. sex, no one can. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the rule. <laughs> also, put on these floppy shoes. This is a silly manner. <laughs> This is a silly but very devoutly Christian house. Yeah. Yeah. So they all had to observe. Well, you can make a very good point there because they all had to observe the commandments of God and the church faithfully. And one could argue Mm -hmm. that those themselves are very silly. Quite silly. Nope. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like some say you can't be silly and devout, but I point you to this rubber cross. (laughs) (laughs) Or. Our magician friend from a few episodes yes, ago. Yes, yeah. yes. Please see our episode on Saint. Was it? Was it? Was that Don Bosco with the? Ex? Yeah, it was Saint Don Bosco. Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, see, please direct yourself to our episode on Saint Don Bosco, magician slash priest. <laughs> <laughs> Slash producer of eggs. Yes. So, yes, uh, everyone in the household has t- had to observe the commandments of God and the church faithfully. And frivolous conversations, cursing and swearing, as well as games of chance, were not tolerated. Which I feel would be a real bummer. Like, I got a job at the house of silly. And it's like, you're not allowed any frivolity. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's such a letdown when you're like, wait, I'm going to work at the house of Sally. And then you get there and you're like, oh, what? Like, I can't even have, what was it? Frivolous Frivolous conversation. conversation. (laughs) What the fuck is frivolous conversation? Uh, Just like. Anything uh, if it, if, about if the it doesn't pertain to work, mm-hmm. just like work how about Jesus. that weather? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> but then you know maybe the punishments would still be silly. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, did you did you mention the weather? You've got to go and dip your face in that pile of cream over there. Yeah, um, it's like into the dunking booth with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're better at being silly than me. We've established I am. this. It's, I can't help it. <laughs> 
Um, maybe it was like maybe the Baron got bullied so much for his silliness as a child that he decided that he was his whole house was going to be really serious. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think this is like when you this is like the boy named Sue. Do you know the song The Boy Named Sue? No. Boy Named Sue. <laughs> boy Named Sue is a, a Johnny Cash song. It's about a man whose dad abandoned his mother, but before he left, he named his son Sue. Right. And he's had to like fight all his life because every time he introduces himself as Sue, mm-hmm. men laugh at him. And so he's become very mean and very tough. And his whole goal in life is to find his his father who abandoned him mm-hmm. and kill him. Because for it's a proportional Sue. reaction. Yeah. Yeah. My whole point, is, my thing is like, you know, you could just go by a different name <laughs> <laughs> because the song makes him out to be a wandering madman. So he just like it's like just well then maybe he didn't else. that maybe that didn't occur to him at yeah, that point I guess not <laughs> but then it turns out that in the end he finds the father and they have this epic fat battle and then um, this way, this epic rap battle <laughs> this epic rap battle yeah it's not a rap song it's a, it's an old country song from Johnny Cash and then the father's like well I named you Sue because I knew I wouldn't be there to help raise you and I knew you needed to be tough because this world is very tough oh god <laughs> so I gave you this name because I knew you'd need fight or you'd be you know or you'd die or whatever and so he's I like i can't remember where i heard it recently but i i heard someone have have the view that like you know to be nice everyone needs to be a little bit traumatized and um <laughs> that's what that pertains to i think i guess except for he seemed like he became a mean son of a bitch because he was just like yeah people call me sue which is a girl's name but it's like well it's clearly not a girl's name it's your name shut the yeah. fuck up <laughs> you know a lot of stories wouldn't really be compelling if people in them just acted in a reasonable manner that's fair it's a fun song but uh (laughs) the best part is that the only recording of it is a live recording that johnny cash did in Folsom prison Uh. yeah yeah anyways but yeah i think that's one of those things where if you name a kid that's the thing when you when you think about naming a kid and i've heard this i've read some theories on it like you name your kid winner or something oh right and then psychologically yeah yeah. But if you name your kid loser, then they're going to want to fight against that name. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, I'm no loser. I'm going to anyway. So but so that's what that's that's where it is. He's like, I'm going to fight against this. Everyone thinks I'm silly. Every time I go to the, one of those Baron yes. conventions or one of the, you know, where the <laughs> Barons are like, oh, here comes Baron Silly. He's going to do something. Oh, he's going to bowl. He's going to slip on a banana peel or something. Like, oh, he comes very silly. And then he's At like, least. no, I'm actually just I just I just want to live my life, man. Come mm-hmm. on. It's just like, like, which is it's it's uh, it plays out because your name is Matt and yet you're very shiny. So oh, wow, that's hurtful. Uh, <laughs> it was quite uh, quick. I thought. That was Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I thought you were going to go in a different direction, and I thought that was, that was quite good. But yeah, so he's fighting against. He's overcorrected, though. I think. I think yes. he's maybe overcorrected by by having such a severe household. But they led by example, apparently. So the mm. master and mistress of the house, Jane and silly what's his name robert robert robin jane yeah apparently they they set set the best example and jane herself was interested in the needs of the people and okay. never sent a needy person away from the door without giving them assistance Especially so the she expanded Gary, it yeah guy. beyond her neighbor presumably although who knows how accessible the house was <laughs> maybe it was yeah. only well, gary who came i guess when she moved into silly manor like there was a different neighbor and she's like well now i don't even know who to help i guess i'll just help yeah everybody. just help everyone that must have been it but um, every day she was like i hope gary's on sorry <laughs> i was trying to read ahead and i wasn't listening <laughs> yeah they seemed like they were on a course to be you know 
happy, prosperous, etc. But in the, 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 the way this account is phrased, the cross is the real test of all true fidelity towards God. Uh, and okay. it was not to be wanting in this house either. That's how Wait, it's introduced what? the next chapter. I have um, no idea what that sentence means. So but, like, the cross is often used interchangeably with the idea of sacrifice or death or like being tested. Oh, I see, I see. I'm on it now. So basically, they were in a good place, but it wasn't to last. A terrible war broke out between England and France. Classic. And the Baron of Scilly took his vassals to the field in defence of their country. But apparently... And by my vassals, I mean my regiment of ducks. Come on, <laughs> boys, let's get them. <laughs> hey, if you've got a thousand ducks, was it a thousand duck-sized horses? I don't know. Um, it's one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. Right, yeah, so if you've got a thousand vassal duck-sized vassals, or vassal-sized ducks... <laughs> Um, I just like to think it was just a bunch of ducks in armor. Just normal ducks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would definitely have impeded them a lot. So not surprisingly, the war was disastrous for France. Mm. Who, who knows if because of the ducks. But... <laughs> the war, our troops are too silly. <laughs> oh, that was the worst French accent I think I've done. <laughs> and there have been a few just, just in this last half hour. So uh, in the process of fighting in this war, the Baron was mortally wounded oh, no. and was brought home to the chateau. But soon after he arrived, the English took possession of his house oh. and took him away as a prisoner. So Jane sold all her possessions to uh-huh. to raise money for a ransom. Wait, um, they took the house, but they didn't... Did she get to keep all her stuff in the yeah, house? Yeah, so basically in some accounts she like he was kidnapped before getting home and then she raised the ransom and in others they they took the house and took him away as a prisoner and it doesn't really say what happened to her at that point mm. it's very weird in one account though so yeah in in one account she paid the ransom and freed him but then he died quite shortly afterwards in another oh, account what a waste of money right <laughs> <laughs> i i paid 3000 florins for this ransom and all i got was my dead husband yeah. in another account she raised the money but he fled from his prison before she could send it <laughs> so that was also a big waste of time oh, yeah. um so yeah i'm i think there's a suggestion that he was injured whilst in captivity as well and he died either way he died shortly afterwards on the mm. 21st of january 1353 and his last words were bury me in tapioca <laughs> may he rest in peace um, <laughs> oh god yes well it, it surely it would be like may he rest in arico beans and rise in i don't know because it's it may, may he rest in peace and rise in glory right so i was trying to find a silly phrase no. but i'm not as good as it, it is you so i should just leave that right. to you no uh, nothing okay <laughs> he rested peas and he yeah, rise in gravy. In uh, mm. Oh, that was really good. I'm sorry I uh, interrupted that. <laughs> That's all right. I'll cut out your audio. Fair um, enough. So... <laughs> silenced again cool so and then what happens next is again unclear in terms of like there are uh what's the word like differing accounts of what happened okay. next so in one account she jane became a nurse to help the ill and the poor and okay. lost all she lost all she had because her 
parents-in-law blamed her for her husband squandering his fortune on charity and so they cut ties with her deprived her of her inheritance and even hired people to go and harass her in the street which is really rubbing salt into the wound like we're not going to give you any money but also we're going to spend money on being a dick to you oh what's this ad in the paper wanted full-time harasser of widow (laughs) well yeah but it it was probably a a very popular well i think they they where can i find this widow well she's a nurse at the hospital so (laughs) you can probably find her there so just while she's uh she's nursing you know feel free to just go in there and be like hey lady you suck just like you know (laughs) make it your own just figure out what you want to do yeah i think they were the people that they sent were their servants so they probably didn't really have a choice in the matter so (coughs) let me ask you this is is a better would it be better to be a servant at the house of bear and silly where you couldn't (laughs) be silly you couldn't be silly at all number Mm -hmm. one uh (laughs) you couldn't you know have any kind of extraneous conversation and you couldn't play any games of chance Mm -hmm. or would it be better to be a servant at the other house where in addition to your normal servant duties you have to go out every once in in a while and harass a woman who's lost her husband and has devoted her life to charity uh i think i would have i would well i wouldn't i don't know which i'd choose but i'd probably be the first one because you know as comedians we'd obviously be like oh the house is silly yes that's where we'll work but I think what this is proving is that the real saints in this story are actually the working classes again. Mm, um, again. You know, the people yeah. who are downtrodden by the aristocracy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's the the real the real saints are the and the people whose stories aren't told, like the the psychological struggles of the the person who just needed to put food on the table and therefore had right. to go go off to work and yeah go off to the hospital to to yell at Jane. Yeah, or uh, just like was just like I just want a job. And you know, maybe while we're in the kitchen working, we can just, just have maybe a exchange pleasantries. Yeah. yeah, you know, just kind of chat about our days. So that I'm just not going mad peeling potatoes <laughs> all day, every day, never in total silence. Yeah, I you mean, know. you know, they they could probably pray while they were doing it. So that's something. You know, yeah. make it make it less frivolous by just appending it with "Dear God" and then just having normal conversations. Maybe so just have a normal conversation, but at the end of it, put like an import, like a fact. Then it's. <laughs> Not, well, it's, oh, it's, it's gonna rain outside amen to that and yeah. then <laughs> the problem solved well it's like how was your day by the way the capital of bulgaria i shouldn't have started that sentence i don't know what the capital of bulgaria is. <laughs> <laughs> but, Why you know, did you choose a country where you knew I the don't capital? know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Yeah, it was dumb. Uh, <laughs> but um, so we could just re-record this bit and pretend right. that you chose one that you knew. But I don't think all we right. should do that. I think it's like, how was your day? By the way, the capital of Turkey is Ankara, and then that way it's not frivolous conversation because you learned something at the end. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you said right. it with confidence. Ankara. I think it is. I don't know. It's not. Th- is know. it not? Okay. No. It's some other. Some other. I, uh, I gotta Fair enough. It. Okay, Google. I should probably just type this in. What's the capital of, of Turkey? Ankara is the capital of Turkey. Oh, very good. <laughs> See? All right. In our on. house, Google has a man's voice because we don't like to have any other like women be doing what we say. You know We're what? a feminist it is, household. It's because my phone, Google still thinks I'm in America. My oh, account okay. is an American account. That's. I don't know if you noticed that, but my phone had an american accent yeah whereas yours probably has a british accent and i think True. the voice is is so i think it's that britain doesn't listen to women as a nation <laughs> what but but you're oh i see 
see what you mean. Yeah. Ours, yeah, ours was more we didn't want to, you know, be, be giving women instructions like that. So it'd be, be mm. good to have, have a male servant. <laughs> All right. So yeah. what were we talking about? So she became a nurse. She had horrible in-laws, became a nurse. So she lost everything she had in terms of her fortune and her wealth. So she first went to seek shelter at the home of an old servant from her house. But the servant, after a while, realised that she was now poor and was therefore mean to her and treated her with harshness. So she left the servant and went to live at her mother's house for mm-hmm. a while, but then had to leave because her mother started trying to pressure her into finding another husband, which oh, is just yeah. like classic when you're a widow, you go to live with your mum and she just tries to fix you up again. Can I say that the previous servant, right, so to show up at your servant's house, mm-hmm. right, and be like, hey, can you use to work for me Yeah. Uh, in this basically feudal system? I need audacious. you to continue to put me up now. But, you know, I guess I guess the implication was she was a good mistress, right? Like, you know, lots of charity and stuff. So, yeah, other than ensuring that they couldn't have any fun, I guess that would yeah. make her such a good employer. I mean, I think that's the thing is like the, the enforced piety is <laughs> like makes you not a good uh Yeah, no, that's employer. fair. It, it's more like a cult than a job then, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like employers in America who are like, I'm going to use my religious belief to deny you basic health care privileges. Yes. And it's like, but I don't share those religious beliefs. And it's like, well, too bad. You want your pay? check or not like, <laughs> uh, yeah um, right. i guess as well like maybe the servant was like huh if i'm nice to this lady i will get ahead and then it's like oh actually there's nothing to be gained from yeah wait why, why did the servant think that she was staying with her if she thought <laughs> she had money like what yeah. was the, she's like, why oh, would she's you poor. want to yeah yeah like why know. would she like oh okay well you can sleep in this hayloft that's <laughs> also my bedroom and my 17 children's bedroom like it's like mm. like why would yeah i don't know whatever forget it <laughs> well no so or she... maybe 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 jane was like hey i thought we could hang out for a bit you know made it seem like she was visiting and like it was a big <laughs> honor and then it slowly became clear that like you know she was just there because yeah. she didn't have any money anymore or anywhere oh, else God. to go okay so her mother yes she went trying... to stay with her mum, but then she tried to set her up with someone else and she couldn't live with her because you know you know what mums are like the duke of wacky <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly just a a line of suitors each more ridiculous than the last (laughs) from the french royal clown court Uh. (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so and and then a carriage pulls up and like 80 clowns get out (laughs) but it's it yeah how did they even get in there love it so basically in in other accounts rather than it all being taken away from her i.e by her um mean parents-in-law it just implied that she sold all her stuff to give away to the poor anyway so in one there was more of a a choice um right which i guess is in a way more more saintly to to choose a a more impoverished life but either way she fell into complete homeless poverty praying by day and sleeping with dogs by night (laughs) (laughs) that's what it says (laughs) by day prayer by night (laughs) 
dog sleeper. I <laughs> <laughs> well, think you know the that... would be sharing the warmth with the dogs rather than, you know. I know what it means. <laughs> I, I had a friend who she worked at like a dog daycare, basically. But they would also board the dog overnight if mm-hmm. you needed to. So and day so she, and night care. Yeah. So, but like, they would also like, if you need to take your dog there for the day while you're at work, you could mm-hmm. do that. But yeah, but she worked and then her job was to stay there at night. Uh, and keep okay. an eye on the dog. So she was a dog and, sleeper. Yeah, so she was a dog sleeper. And she's like, it was kind of a great dog, or kind of a great dog. It was kind of a great job because I would just like lay on this couch all night and then a bunch of dogs would come and lay with me on the couch and just like a big literal dog pile. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, that's all like that's a pretty good job. Ever. Yeah. So what you're saying is actually this isn't part of Jane's sad story. This is pro- possibly the highlight. <laughs> I'm saying that if I had a choice between sleeping in a house with with my loving wife and my child and living <laughs> on a street but I get to sleep in a pile of dogs you'd have difficulty choosing it's, it's a tough call it's a tough call <laughs> and I'm feeling like pile of dogs is winning in a surprising not oh 100% God. of the time but like a surprising amount of time pile of dogs is winning <laughs> The thing anyway. is, eventually, your child will be able to, like, look after himself, whereas the dog is always going to need you to pick up his shit. So... Oh, well, no, not if you're living, you know, not if you're living outside. Well, I guess so. Yeah. As, yeah. I guess I they guess don't the big... shit where they sleep. The so... fear is that the dog would eat you. Yes. Which, I don't know. If I, your son will never do, probably. Yeah, probably not. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> We've given you a new fear. Um <laughs> Okay, so she so she was poor, she lived on the street. Yeah, and then she had a vision from Saint Evasion who told right. her that she should live in the world in a spirit of faith. And oh, okay. so she became a member of the Third Order of St. Francis, as in a Franciscan monk, or right. nun, rather. And in 1388, she moved into a small room at a church in Tours, in France. Um, so she becomes a nun. Mm-hmm. Wait, did she become a nun? Yeah. Or she just joins the, she joins the order. Okay. Well, yeah. And then, that's the same wait, thing. Who, who's Saint Evasion? <laughs> I could he, not find any more information. Of, of evasion? <laughs> that would be very convenient, wouldn't it? Duh, 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 duh. No, uh, sadly, sorry. that information, he does not. He's not linked from this account, but I'll see if he's got his own. Nah, don't worry about it. We, we, it might, might be good to have some facts in in here. Now nah, you don't even know. <laughs> I like the uh, the made up stories that we make up. I think <laughs> that's uh, that's what people come here for. I think not the um, the so, history. So she got a job in this church. Yeah, and then they gave her a room to live in. Yes, which... she's a nun. That's the job she got was nun. Yeah, right? and I, she was well qualified. You know, by having right. never you know broken her chastity. Right, right. Number one, she's a lady. Yeah, that's really, they're <laughs> really important in being a nun. That. Yeah, yeah, they really, they really are. Not a lot of opportunities for men in the nunneries. Yeah. Uh, in fact, some would say there are none. Oh. And, oh, and then, uh, and then number two, she's, uh, you know, she's a virgin. She's a virgin. Yeah, she's got she's that piety thing. But also, her. she, you know, did a lot of charity, mainly yeah. to, for Gary, but also for others. Yeah. And she she had prayed a lot and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when she joined this Franciscan order, she went out to nurse the sick and the poor. She mm-hmm. advocated for prisoners to be freed and for condemned people to be spared from death. And nice. the remaining time she spent in prayer. So pretty good 
pretty good person, I'd say. That's right. I, I like when nuns are out there fighting for social justice. Yes, um, rather than just praying all the time. Yeah, rather than just being jerks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you find that, I feel like within, especially within America, I felt like you found that like orders of nuns were often much more forefront with like positive social messaging and uh -huh. fighting for different social. So not every sect of nuns and not every nun, but like there were, you would, you know, you'd often hear stories about nuns who were like in, in Tennessee, there were nuns that were famously arrested for protesting uh, nuclear testing in oh, cool. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, so yeah. this was, seemed like a good, a good uh, social justice nunnery. Good for um, Jane. So her humility and holiness attracted visitors to the, uh, what would it be, the, to the church, and many of whom she helped convert. So she attracted people to the church who weren't even religious, and she converted them, and apparently did some healing miracles, but there are no details of what those were. Oh. <laughs> but really, the conversions were really the important thing. It's like, wait, but she did shit real magic. Like, no, 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 but the conversions. <laughs> well, maybe the That's conversions what really were what, what, uh, what converted people. Maybe the miracles were what convinced people that she yeah, was. Yeah, but then you would say that, like, I don't know. And also, like, Yeah, this, I know what you mean. This is, like, a thing that we came across on another saint. I forget who, but it was just, like, you know, somebody converted to Christianity mm -hmm. after seeing, like, concrete evidence <laughs> that, that that God existed. Like, like, yeah. that, like, a miraculous action that had no other explanation rather other yeah. than divine intervention. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, that doesn't seem as impressive. No, <laughs> yeah. But was uh, it, was it the guy who was it abba who like calmed the storm abba, yeah 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 it was abba who saw like he, he saw his behavior corrected by god and yeah. then he was just like well i'm into this and it's like well but but you okay and because the, how... the, the guy had said if you change your mind <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, that that ship is sailed <laughs> oh <laughs> But so people would come if people weren't religious. Mm -hmm. Why were they coming to see her? They were just like, we heard this is like crazy religious lady. You want to go check it out? Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, she was very like holy. Like she might have just been very nice, you know? I guess so. Yeah. I like, mean, I guess in the 15th century, so mm -hmm. the 15th century. Yeah. Most people are probably jerk. So you're like, <laughs> Statistically. That two especially... towns over, there's a nice lady. Yeah. And <laughs> we go she used her? to be called the Baroness of Silly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that, maybe her name also helped. Because <laughs> okay, this is a Baroness of Silly. And he's dead. But. He left a widow. I got a, I got a line on the Baroness of Silly. And I bet she's real crazy. <laughs> she has many dog friends. Um, yeah. So that, that could have been it as well. The do the, the silly dog lady. What? I like to I like to think she's she's knitting a lot of sweaters for them in an outfit. You know, would she be making the dogs like, look maybe. silly? She would also be making dogs, of course. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I mean, you know, not you know, she's just making them sweaters and things, which always makes a dog look kind of silly. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So, yeah, she she was basically had a, had a found her calling, I guess had a generally good time in the church. Although at one point, apparently a, this is not my phrase, mad woman went to the church that she was serving at and threw a rock at her and it injured her back. Oh. Jane's back. Mm. She recovered, but the scar never like fully healed. 
in the rest okay. of the time. So she was having quite a good time, but obviously wait, 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 still. Wait, wait, wait. So what happened to the mad? Well, I don't understand this. Wait, so <laughs> like a crazy lady shows up. Yeah, right? throws a rock at her. She's mentally unstable, so it, mm-hmm. maybe there's no reason for it other than her own whatever war is going on in her own brain. Yeah. And then she just kind of just like peace out. Like I just I just came here to throw the rock at the nice lady. And I'm all out of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here to do bubble gum and throw rocks, and I'm all out of rocks. And I'll be leaving with my bubble gum now. Like, okay, yeah. well. Um, that was just an episode that was in this these accounts that I found okay. and has no further explanation. All right. Um, Wait, does the scar come back at all? Like, and why did the scar <laughs> heal? Because she can heal other people, but not her own. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Like, oozing back wound. Like, why? <laughs> Did she try sleeping on her front for a little while? You know? <laughs> <I> breathe. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, you know, with the, with the over-reliance on healing miracles, I mean, maybe that just proves that they were were just kind of trickery rather yeah. than actually, you know, she could heal others but not herself. I think she could heal, but she just kept picking at it. and it That must have been it. Oh, yeah, sure. I think it's just like she's just, she just couldn't stop like, picking well, at it. Well, you know, when she was younger, it said she wanted to do mortification and stuff. So maybe she just thought, if I have a scar, I'll be more devout. Yeah. Potentially. So apparently one of the one of the sort of preoccupations of her prayer was that the church would be reunited because at that point there were two popes, one in Italy and one in France. Mm. And even saintly people didn't know which was the rightful head of the church, which resulted in lots of scandals. So yeah, apparently one of the things that she prayed for a lot was for the church to be reunified. And it was. Yeah just before she died at the age of 82 in 1414 oh, was when that she was died. It? that was the end yeah so oh. but she got her life's wish apparently which was for uh, the church to go back under one guy instead of two yeah obviously well, guy <laughs> yeah yeah no no, no. Do i need one man to run this thing it's yeah it's too much to ask for two men for to two it. exactly we need it less democratic what if they got more popes they have like a council of popes a council of popes and maybe one of them could be a lady <laughs> a lady pope Shut you're fucking <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible blasphemy <laughs> that's some frivolous conversation right there oh god you're right uh what if one of them was a dog would that be uh, that if it was a boy guess. dog yeah it's a boy dog obviously a boy dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, come on uh, i mean i think if a lot of people wouldn't be on board at first but then when they saw a dog in a pope hat they'd be like <laughs> That's true. That should be, I think this podcast needs a new logo and I think it should be a dog in a Pope hat. Dog in a Pope hat. If anybody's listening and they can do Photoshop and can put dog in a Pope hat or a nice drawing of a dog in a Pope hat, please send it to aintmisbehaven at gmail.com. There is no G in behaven, but there is a G in email and that's all one word. Um, (laughs) I love that this has become your slogan, despite the fact that it like gains nothing. Yes, so, so Jane Mary died in 1414 at the age of 82. And apparently run. when her remains, which were still clothed in the habit of her order, were brought to the church, her body appeared to have the freshness of youth. So that's kind of weird, kind of saintly. What? So as in like she died aged 82, but her corpse but, but looked like a, like a young woman. Young, yeah. Like a young woman. Like, <laughs> which so, in those like, days so, means terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was like... What no, about, like, f- like, like the freshness of you, as in, like, she wasn't very wrinkly, oh, I guess. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Like, people are, she smells like it. Like, what, 15, 17? What does it smell? <laughs> no. Okay, hey, guys, get in, get in here, get a whiff of this corpse. I bet she, she smells oh. young, right? Oh. <laughs> no, it was, 
I think and that's you misheard. Where they get, that's, the body that's appeared where the song to have the freshness of youth. Appeared so was, to have. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it was it was like her appearance was younger than she was basically. Oh, okay. So she she died and then it turned out but, she was an, uh, just a young woman in old lady makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, so she died in 1414, but she wasn't approved, like, beatified until 1871 by Pope Pius IX. Okay. So, so then if she it just was that wait. long until she, yeah, was beatified, yeah. then it's going to be another 200-ish, like yeah, 300 years before she's canonized. Before she's canonized. Okay, mm. so at least we have a timeline, Yeah. right? So Maybe we should start yeah. a campaign to, like, speed yeah, to it up. Down to, like, a, just a century? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in our lifetimes done? maybe in tavish's lifetime uh yeah that could be his life's work <laughs> i hope it's better than that i, don't know. <laughs> I uh, mean if you were gonna campaign for a saint to be recognized you'd be the the guy that was campaigning for don bosco to be the patron saint of magicians wouldn't you yeah well no that's already been done but we need well yeah i don't know we have our list of, of you know at the end of the year we'll just mail the whole list to yes the vatican and you know and we'll say like and can you make this lady a saint because she's she's long overdue <laughs> um but uh, so so got a couple centuries to wait for her mm-hmm. her to become a saint. But what? So and she had healing miracles. Do you have any details on those miracles? Sadly, not. <laughs> oh, okay. Just that she healed people. Okay. Yeah, I think the being an old corpse looking like a young corpse could potentially be counted as a miracle. Yeah, I mean, and that's she had that. The, sorry, what's the thing? Uh, incorruptibility. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Dorian Gray. Doesn't... Also, no, 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 the no. the vision <laughs> that she had. To, to, I guess that was kind of miracly but wait do you think she was like the picture of dorian gray that there was somebody out there <laughs> who, like she was getting older but then somebody else was staying the same age it was her servant who turned her down uh, maybe um, somewhere somewhere there's a picture she was getting older and somewhere there's a picture of her young that isn't aging which is what normal pictures do so <laughs> never mind no it's a, it's a, i mean to be fair nice if there was a photograph of her in that time that would be pretty pretty weird yeah so yeah uh, so yeah no miracles hmm. and i don't know anything about her relics sadly no relic. but she does have patronages no. if she's un if she's incorruptible <laughs> don't they usually put those people in a glass box so oh. people can see them not rotting <laughs> yeah sadly there's yeah no information about what's happened to her since Oh, she was buried. Oh. So yeah. So we should dig that up. Oh like, god. We should start a petition no. to dig her up. No, no, let's let's not. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Oh god. This isn't weird. I don't know why you're making this weird. <laughs> she, we should dig her up because Ooh. she's probably not rotted at all, and people should see that. Okay. She probably has <laughs> rotted though. But but <laughs> not if she's incorruptible. Don't you understand how this concept works? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, don't worry about it. I I won't. Um, okay. So, can you guess what her patronages are? Uh, is she the patron saint of silliness? She should be, but no. But also no, uh, because she was she was anti silliness, really. Oh yeah, is she the patron saint of seriousness? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Is well, uh, is she... kind of. Well, it's close. So is she, she the... is. Sorry. Well, okay. Let me do my joke okay. guesses first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is she the patron saint of weird? restrictive clauses on your employees <laughs> the patron saint of exploitative employers yeah yeah uh and the patron saint of getting your employees to bully people of <laughs> professional bullies uh but getting... she, she didn't do that but yeah well, okay is she the patron saint against being bullied she is a patron saint of abuse victims oh so that's nice. kind of close yeah what are, so what are so what are her patronages then? uh so yeah abuse victims in-law problems 
okay. <laughs> which is fair. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, against in-law problems and against the death of parents, because I guess that didn't go so well for her. Because um, her dad When her dad died. died. Yeah. Never right. says what happened to her mom, weirdly. Uh, I mean, I guess she died as well. Yeah. But, uh, well, um, without a husband, she became irrelevant. And, <laughs> and just obsessed with the idea of uh, Jane getting married, I guess. So yeah. screw her. Um, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, exiles, exiles, I guess, because yeah, because her her parents in law like they confiscated her inheritance, so I guess that was kind of like exiling her. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, people ridiculed she... for their piety, which is wait, there was another lady who was ridiculed for her piety. Yeah, I no, think Matil- I feel was... like I feel like a lot of people were probably ridiculed for their piety. Cause... No, no, Matilda, <laughs> the, the the last episode that well, was her patronage too. I'm sorry that I found two similar. <laughs> patrons okay no i i'm not angry at you well thank I'm you ang- <laughs> thank you no i'm not, I mean, I'm not let me finish i'm not mad you angry- just disappointed yeah okay <laughs> i'm not angry at you about this <laughs> Fair. i'm angry at the the vatican for this because it's like hey man quit making double work mm-hmm. i feel like it's either a reflection on on either they feel like this is a problem that they need mul- they need all hands on deck so they need more people <laughs> yeah. So that's probably of, true or um, it's a reflection on one of them as like not being it, i think it's a reflection on saint matilda because it's like you're not you're not getting enough you know there are too many people being ridiculed for their piety I see, so and, she wasn't an effective enough patron yeah you're not doing the work <laughs> and so we need to get another patron saint we yeah. need to get another saint i mean it's not like it's like kind of like they hired somebody part-time or like an intern <laughs> an unpaid intern it's a job it's like, share she's not a thing. saint yeah but we need you to help yeah take that's over true actually yes okay i see your your anger is justified then yeah on the for standing up for poor, jane yeah a lot of poor work practices yeah in this yeah well let, okay let's take that out then she's not not a, she's not a patron of people ridiculed for their piety. She's a patron but, of dog sitters. Wait, is she? No, but that oh. would be better. <laughs> she should be, yeah. She should be the patron saint of dog sitters. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> she's or also, yeah, she's also the patron saint of widows, apparently. Oh, okay. But I feel like, well, she's not a saint, so there must be another patron saint of widows, but she, widows is one of her patronages. She's so. a patron of widows. So yeah, so it's like, oh, so you would, how does, uh... I think basically all these things have other patrons as well. Uh, Probably. If you're not quite a saint, you get, yeah, patron shares. Mm. A bit like Uh, how if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get rewards. I thought that was quite smooth. Yes, yes. We're all impressed. Uh, <laughs> I think that segue was just so good that people actually will subscribe. They will subscribe to the our our yeah, our March episode. I haven't figured out what our March episode is yet. But our February episode was about Ragnarok and it was really fun. It was the so do you think that you would ever do you still pray to Do Jane? I still pray? <laughs> no. Does one still right. pray to Jane? Um Mary. I guess they would if they had all the same issues yeah you know if they if they were being ridiculed for their piety but they were done with matilda i don't know yeah she i guess the place in france where she was from may maybe maybe there or saint quentin is she like the she's the person you would pray to in france if you're ridiculed for your piety but if you're in yeah. germany yes you go for matilda that's probably it matilda. yeah because she doesn't like matilda doesn't understand the french insult <laughs> 
and vice versa. Yes. And Jane doesn't understand the German insult, you know. Yeah. So And also, uh, you know, because holy figures recognize national boundaries. Exactly. Because yeah. they they are objectively true and not just bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And even though that uh Matilda lived in West <laughs> Francia or Yes, West, yeah. West Francia, yeah, which was not Well East uh, probably East Francia, was East it? Francia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is a country that doesn't exist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not hmm. at all proving that uh, borders are dumb. Yeah. Again, once again, this is the official position of this podcast. Yeah. Borders are stupid. Do you think you'd ever have Jane Mary intercede for you? I I have a pretty good relationship with my in-laws. So that's good. uh, I guess. Does Danny know about your in-laws since you're not married? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. My my honorary in-laws. They yeah. they just brought us a load of white goods. I mean, I I think oh, I think nice. if that's like you know if that's not a sign of you know we're in it together now for the long haul, then I don't know what is to be honest. Yeah. Here's a bunch <laughs> um, of sheets, you whore. Do you, do you not know what white goods are? Wait, what are white goods? This is like washing machine and tumble dryer and a dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> Oh, those are called white goods. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like linen. No. <laughs> uh, well, I don't take back calling you a whore. Anyway, <laughs> you, I, I would never expect you to. That's totally uh, fair. Do you have a dryer now? Yeah. Oh, well, because we're not allowed to hang up laundry on our balcony. <laughs> oh yeah. So we kind of had to get one. But yeah, that's a fun fact about me. Right. So I, I moving have... up in the world. <laughs> Listen, um, once you go, once you go dry, you never go back because like, you'll be like, oh, these towels are so, so soft. soft. Well, the, the thing is in our old flat, we had a washer dryer, but it was oh, yeah. because it's a washer dryer. It just, it, they're way less reliable. They're more expensive and they're less yeah. like efficient. Mm-hmm. This podcast, that's the, the stance of this podcast is anti-double dryers <laughs> as well. Uh, no, anti-washer dryers. Sorry. Anti-washer dryers. Uh, I wonder if there's a patron of that. We should look it up. Yeah. So I guess... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really apply to me. I guess like I would not be exiled because I believe that borders are dumb. So <laughs> you might be exiled just because you think. Borders well, are yeah, dumb. but then I wouldn't self-identify as an exile. Oh yeah, you'd be like I live in a departed. Yeah, the the planet, and yeah, couldn't be a widow because, as you've pointed out, not married. So <laughs> <laughs> now you seem mad that I pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Matthew, you I think it was a very no progressive of you. I don't think it was very progressive of you to uh, well, to call me up on that, really. I, what? <laughs> Sorry. It's a legal term. In the <laughs> it's got law. In yeah, it. okay. F- yes, I see what you mean. But, like, yeah. I mean, does does your in-law, like, do they actually have any, like, by being your in-laws, is that actually anything? Do you know what I mean? Like, does it? Do they have any any privileges? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I don't know what privileges it gets anybody. So. <laughs> Certainly, be having me in your family conveys zero privilege. I, I would say uh, the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there's, you know, I mean, certainly I think, yeah, getting getting me grafted onto your family through <laughs> sham marriage. Did I say sham marriage? And a <laughs> loving marriage. Uh, See, this no... is being broadcast. You can't even joke about that. Like yeah, you, but... you are, you know, you're here by the, the grace of um, Her Majesty's government and yeah. uh, you should not uh, jeopardize that. Well, hopefully nobody from the home office listens to this. And if you do, you're doing a great job. Please don't look into bullshit. Me. Uh, Fuck you, the Home Office. <laughs> Fuck no, you. No. What that is the official position of Anna, but not of this podcast. <laughs> that is the the views expressed by Anna are not necessarily those of Saint Misbehaven or its parent company, Cutie Comedy. <laughs> 
So, Anna, thanks so much for doing <laughs> I'm being slipped. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, you're officially letting me go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, tune in next week when I'll have a different researcher. <laughs> and then I will have been promoted to friend. I get it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, there's no uh, room in this organization for you to move up into a role like that. Oh, So. okay. Well, I guess I better leave. <laughs> uh, but thanks, Anna, so much. Uh, for all <laughs> didn't your sound notes. sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> why can't I just, okay, fine. You're welcome. Anna, Anna, thank you so much for all your research. It was really great. Thank and, you for uh, having me and for all your jokes. And have a blessed day. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.